Welcome everybody. Today's episode is titled 50 Shades of Cray. Because someone else got to pay. Um, I wanted to cover, I should have said three shades of cray. We're going to do three little stories and I'm going to try to illustrate a connection between everything like uh, the Force from Star Wars. How everything's kind of connected. Um, let's start with a story about a 13-year-old Chicago boy with a gun nearly a mile away from his home at 2.30 in the morning. But that isn't really the story. The story is about prosecutors not getting their way. That's, that's the story. You see, Adam Toledo was with a 19-year-old when police responded in the city of Chicago to the city's gunshot monitoring system. In case you're not familiar, there are listening stations in some cities that can somewhat fairly reliably pinpoint the location from, you know, from where a gun's been fired and identify the caliber of the round discharged. They're trying to help police identify uh, what type of weapon. So this 19-year-old with Adam had already been convicted of illegal possession of firearms uh, and you know he'd been charged and placed on sentence placed on probation so what we're not allowed to do in America anymore is ask the what if well what if this 19 year old had been processed uh, in a sane world and um, there'd been better monitoring or surveillance or he'd been placed somewhere where society the member other members lawful law-abiding impressionable members of society like 13 year olds wouldn't been within this individual's sphere of influence um be a good marxist don't ask any what ifs anymore now all of these tragedies we suffer and you're gonna say there's see there's a bit of a connection um they, they follow their we suffer them because they're following patterns. But patterns, practice, profiling are bad because our society ends up with convictions and incarcerations. So we just have, a, have to stop putting people in prison so we could use those funds somewhere else. And then we also have people who are uh, basically hitmen for people, if necessary, out on the streets still. So we have the choice to make. I mean, it's kind of... You know, I, I keep referring to the binaries. Do this or else it's some other thing. Uh, where it's not like various shades. It's not, uh, it, it's, it, you end up with yes or no. Uh, failure or success. Now, failure or success, let's see now. One party seems to think that success is, is no prisons. Everybody out walking around the street hugging each other. But that's not really the reality, is it? Um, whatever part of other parts of the agenda, other than let's save that money because we need to funnel it somewhere else, um, I'm not really sure what other components there might be, but this will all make sense one day. Uh, we're going to suffer stories like this for a very long time. Uh, there is no, I'll take two weeks at Disney, Alex, option. Um, not sure... Either the young adult with either the young adult with a record, the nineteen year old, 
uh, contributed to Adam's death or a 13 year old acquired a firearm on his own. I think that's less likely, but, uh, and the way the law is set up, and why I said this story is about prosecutors not getting their way, I apologize for using so much time on that component, on that last part, um, is that the law is set up in Illinois and various jurisdictions, but, uh, they don't want police video automatically re released. They're not allowed to when minors are involved until some kind of an order is issued. And that's the problem the prosecutors are having because they'd like to get in there and edit that video or release certain uh, parts of it to get this um, racist policing ball rolling because now everybody's watching, focusing you know, on the Derek Chauvin trial uh, so they need to cash in on this. Uh, so prosecutors don't get their way. Um, at, all they have to do is what they their fallback. Assume the officer on the scene is hiding something. So I'm sure if I flipped on the television and actually had cable, which I don't because I don't want it because I'm tired of being lied to, I would see MS-13 NBC and Communist News Network telling us that let's just this has all the earmarks of Russian disinformation, or this has all the uh, the the markings of racist policing. Because let's just, and then they're going to talk about that until you know the truth comes out. But by then, nobody gives a crap. Um, what's another good one? Well, let's talk about Gorilla Glue Hair Girl. Remember her? Yeah. Well, Tessica Brown is basically the modern. 2021 equivalent of the Obama era Fruit Loops bathtub girl. Remember her? Um, but Gorilla Glue Hair Girl is pregnant with her sixth child. Uh, she's engaged, I guess. She's 40, so she says this child's a blessing. And um, n never mind the fact, do not talk about the way population impacts climate change, right? Population growth is a big deal. S sixth child. Um, but it's white people because white people um the people of color don't contribute to climate change they're always the victim never the bride so she used gorilla glue in her hair as a hair care product when she ran out of her usual hair care type product she must have also run out of hats that normal people wear to the store to buy more hair care products but her her video went viral because this country has enough imbeciles pulling strings behind the scenes to make other imbeciles go viral. Tessica blamed the glue manufacturer for being stuck, uh, for her hair being stuck for over about a month and repeated insistently in her video, someone's got to pay for this. The So, well, she got her wish. The foolish lined up and donated to a GoFundMe, huh? Because now she's got a, Tessica has a full-time celebrity management team working for her. This is how stars are born. So, now, mind you, the super strong adhesive says on the label it's to be used on products like stone, her head maybe is close to that, stone, foam, metal, ceramic, glass, and other materials. Well, I have a piece of advice for Cincinnati-based Gorilla Glue. You can now add to the label that it tenaciously bonds idiots and other fools with their money. Okay, let's check now. Um... I wanted to talk about the caving to stupid demands. And that's basically what, the, here comes the third story of caving to stupid demands. Um, 
this is this is the doozy. This is this is the big one, right? George Floyd and the world better be against one person, Derek Chauvin, or we'll burn your shit down. Let's let's be honest. Georgie ruined lives wherever he went, but okay. Ask the president pregnant Latina if he was humble. Cause George messed up her up her face pretty damn good before pointing the gun at her <clears throat> clump of cells. Um, ask, ask the 19-year-old how who was working at the store uh, where George tried to pass some bogus bucks, right? Do you see him? I, I caught little tiny pieces in, uh, I believe it was Stephen Crowder's videos, the Louder Crowder group. They are funny as hell. Um, but he put that 19-year-old guy through hell. He... When you do something illegal and you expect somebody else to accommodate your crime, you're really putting him on a spot. That poor guy, man, he's sitting in the stand trying not to rat, trying to get through this. Uh, this is what happens with crime. You know, people think it's isolated. It's, the crime is entrapped in one body. Uh, show them a little, you know, mercy. No, it, it's like a big pig pen... Charlie Brown pig pen cloud of garbage, and if you're downwind and you just happen to be some innocent person there, this stuff it goes out. I don't know why it's like, leave us be, let us do our thing. You know, you're cramping our style. No, crime harms a lot of people, innocent people, and this kid has got a mental anguish thing now. Um, so he feels bad about it because his role was calling the police because. Well, basically because of George Floyd's drug problem. Uh, him and his girlfriend had a serious opiate problem, right? And they need to fund it. And, and COVID. COVID got in the way. So Floyd's drug problem is kind of at the, is, you know, is at the center of this. Uh, drug problems leave you cash-strapped. And this wasn't the first time he tried passing counterfeit bills, $20 bills. To support that girlfriend Courtney and her habit, there's no le there's no lesson to be learned there. I'm sure, right? We're not supposed to read into anything. But at the end of the end of the day, the only thing that will change my mind is a recording of Chauvin or the other cops or paramedics saying something like, "Finally got to kill a black guy," because any kind of other conviction, uh, the Marxists in our lovely country, will insist that any conviction is an admission to racist policing. And that's not true, but we got to admit that some of these people who buy this stuff are, uh, they want the agenda so bad they're willing to look like blithering idiots. Um, so, but they also have us fully understanding that if they don't get their way, they burn things, destroy things, kill people. So let's remember, Floyd had at least five other cocaine uh, convictions and dozens of other types of felonies. So the, the man was in the street. And he is the uh, poster child for your typical, typical repeat felon criminal. Um, they move across the country thinking at least they won't be spotted by police familiar with them. They won't be uh, kind of on the, on the bolo list, so to speak. Um, because now with our computerized systems of law enforcement, 
your record kind of follows you. But, um, you know, until they switch some kind of facial recognition, which Google will never allow, uh, at least here. Um, it's good for China, though, because they're allowed to control. Until we make the conversion, then we can con they can control us, too. But um, they think they can actually get away with moving a couple hundred miles and start, you know, a fresh start with, they bring the crime and the drug problems with them, though. So, apparently, we aren't ready as a nation for the conversation. What do we do with repeat offenders who are occasionally violent, occasionally armed, generally light thugging or deep thugging their way through life, and almost always on drugs? But uh, we're not ready for that conversation. But we are ready for the let's get rid of the only people stopping those repeat felons from destroying the lives of other people who aren't felons. And making this about anything else I think is ridiculous because that's, this, that's, that's where this will take us. So that should be the conversation and the questions we ask. Uh, here's some things, that, a few things that I caught that uh, I think are pertinent to the uh, George Sl slash Pink Floyd thing, however, whatever you want to name them. Has anybody in the hearing pointed out when the ambulance arrived in the video? Because I do believe the ambulance arrived and no action was taken. Nobody stepped out. None of the paradigms, the paramedics stepped out for like two minutes, three minutes. Now Floyd was still alive and yelling. Uh, by the way, try yelling, I can't breathe, and mama several times while you're sitting at the bottom of a, of a swimming pool. Um, I'm, not a, I'm not a doctor, but I can play one on a podcast because I think if you could do that uh, at the bottom of a swimming pool, you really can't breathe. But I think if you can yell that several times laying on the pavement, it's a sign that air is moving in and out of one's lungs. Um, so a hunch is with all of this and the relationship between the police and the paramedics, I get the feeling they're not going to go after the paramedics for dawdling on the scene for two or three minutes because drug addicts across the country really need paramedics. So um, there's that. I get the feeling we are going to lose a lot of good uh, high-tenured police officers, very seasoned police officers who have enough years. They're going to... They're going to put in their papers and retire if they change this too much. Maybe that's what they want. They always want the police uh, poorly armed, poorly trained, afraid to engage so they can do whatever they want on the streets. And it's just kind of weird that there is a party of politicians that support that because um, the alternative is, is even uglier. Um, part of me, the evil dark part that I try not to listen to says sure let them get rid of the police because I won't ask questions I'm sure most people uh, who are willing to defend themselves aren't going to ask questions they're not going to play the game um, and you better be really quick because there are a lot of us out here who were trained to stop people um, That those kinds of one-on-one, -on -one, two on one a lot of those aren't going to end well. No matter who walks away or who doesn't, uh, it 
the, this is not what we really want as a civilized society. We, meaning the sane, rational people who know what this country was supposed to be about, and the other people, people who pretend that they know what this country is supposed to be about. That's where we're going to end up. So when we're protecting ourselves and doing our own policing, it's going to be worse. But, um, hey, there's job security for lawyers and prosecutors. I guess that's what's important. Maybe that's why American law schools told the government to pound sand when they were asked to slow down on the cranking out of law students. Maybe they, they needed the, the head count because they saw this kind of unstable society future coming. Everybody's going to be a lawyer sooner or later. The problem is they're not going to be very good lawyers because we've got so many prosecutors uh, on the job now who don't see the connection or the choice we need to make as a nation. We're either going to have high crime and then fill the prisons or have high crime and high crime and high crime. And don't think they have some kind of a plan because dumping money into the community is not a solution. What's going to end up happening is the money's going to end up getting tied into the crime. It always does. Wherever there's a fresh revenue stream, corruption's going to find it. Take care, everybody, and God bless. <laughs>